As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Guys! Stop laughing! Statistically, that's actually a far more accurate shot. Really? I could dunk if I wanted to. I just don't want to break the backboard. Hey, Greg! <coughs> Thank you! No! It's 10-7 us. I've been keeping score the whole time. My favorite player, probably Grayson Allen. Nope, that's a travel. Oh, that wasn't a steal. I literally just gave you guys the ball because I felt bad for you. I'm open. I'm literally right under the net. Change my mind. I want to be coached now. Yeah, I'm a shorts in the winter kid. No, duh. <laughs> Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, March 3rd. I'm Jay Eskeets, and alongside me, as always, it's Tass Mellis. What's up, everybody? What's up, Tass? We got our top shot hot boy, Ribbon Him Loops, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. The international man of mystery taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friends. And uh, last, certainly not least, over yonder, making the magic happen, super producer JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. Shout out to the stream team. All you weirdos in the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. See what happens when we light. They start getting into it. <laughs> apologies uh, for the uh, delayed start there. I guess there was a little bit of a, an accident on the highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping from getting here. Yeah, it's an excuse for me, but yes, oh, it's true. Oh, interesting. Should we fact check with uh, yeah, Danielle? What time did Tass leave today? Uh, subscribe. If you're watching here on YouTube, like the video, comment, share the show. We got a new poppin' packs later today. It's been a minute mm. since we've ripped some old basketball cards and talked about old guys. So we'll do that later today. So make sure, again, you subscribe to the No Dunks YouTube channel. Hit that little bell button so you know when we are live. Uh, email in your NBA questions, too, to nodunksattheathletic.com. We'll be hitting the beach in this very episode. Some good questions. Uh, yeah. One in particular about Zion Williamson, some other fun ones. So we'll get to those later in the show. But we start with the games. And we're going right to Drew Holiday. With the uh, the game winner there, the basket to cap that huge rally as the Bucks stun the Heat. If we're being honest here, one twenty to one nineteen test. Yeah, I'll take you through some of these plays late because it was wild. A few of us played basketball, got to go home and watch the end of this game. What a delight as I snacked on some veggie chips because I was hungry after running <laughs> up and down. Uh, the, the Bucks down fourteen with six minutes left. Felt like it was over. Inside a minute after they're able to t- make up some ground, 48 seconds left. Heat up two with the ball. Nothing working for the Heat. Bam at a bio. Kind of around where he makes plays happen, but he couldn't pass to anybody. Just pulled up, hit a shot. 
the Miami Heat got to be really pumped. This is the best version of Bam Adebayo we're seeing recently. He just made a play happen. So they're up four. Yannis goes the other way. He gets an open lane, just misses a finger roll, just rolls off the rim. So 35 seconds left. Heat have are up four points. Feels feels good. Yeah, but they got then the ball. They got the ball. Yeah, basically, you know, take a shot at the end of the shot clock. They're good. But uh, Tyler Hero gets pressed a little bit. Two guys on him. He makes a bad pass. Bucks run the other way. Chris Middleton just pulls up for a three. Doesn't even go into two-point land. Bangs it. 13 seconds left now. The Heat are up one. Gabe Vincent can't inbound from the sideline. Calls a timeout. Drew Holiday says, no, that was a five-second violation. Check the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it yeah, was, it was close. close. Either way, they call timeout. Go right back to the same spot on the sideline. Gabe Vincent again. Yeah, throws it into Jimmy Butler, who's being fronted by Yanis Tetkumpo, so he's got to throw it over that monstrous body. Jimmy catches the ball, gets bumped a little by Yanis, and then Yanis jumps on Jimmy to get a jump ball situation. Eric Spolstra pissed. Oh, yeah. Where's the foul? Come on, that's a Where's foul. Where's the foul? At that point in the game, probably not going to happen, but it was a bit of a bump. Anyways, tie up. Great for the Bucs because Yanis Tetkumpo is in this jump ball against Jimmy Butler. He wins the tip pretty easily. Ten mm-hmm. seconds left goes to Drew Holiday. They don't call timeout. Drew just takes the ball. Spread it out, baby. I'm going one-on-one with Gabe Vincent. Drives in, shoulder into the chest of Gabe Vincent. He goes flying to the baseline. They obviously want to charge. That ain't going to be called. And he hits a layup. Good night, Irene. That's it. Uh, Tyler Hero gets the ball uh, and tries to... You know, just just chuck, chuck it up. It yeah. does not happen. 21-6 run to end the game for the Milwaukee Bucks. Good things on both sides, but uh, sh- I think some limitations shown by the Heat there. End of game situation or end of game execution. <sighs> Closing out against good teams, I think, is going to be a bit of a problem for them because they really are just going to rely on who's hot in this game. Sometimes Jimmy Butler... You know, with his offense, the way he does it, I mean, it's really, it's a lot like what Drew Holiday there did. I mean, just plow into guys and then hope to score over them. So it's who's hot. Jimmy was 2 of 14 in this game. Tyler Hero had 30 points. They did miss Kyle Lowry, but Gabe Vincent in uh, his place was hat. He hit five threes and 21 points. But he looked outclassed in the final couple of minutes mm -hmm. here. Gabe mm-hmm. Vincent did. I mean, yes. He's a gamer. I'm with you, but that's where you saw. If they have Lowry, they probably do close that they, game out. They I probably think. do. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, you know, to say that is Lowry's going to be able to put 21 up, like, uh, not every game. Yeah. Anyways, the Heat are the one seed, but they're 4-7 and seven against above 500 teams uh, since the calendar turned. So it's a bit of an issue. Will they be able to hold on to this one seed? They've got a tough schedule left in terms of their home games, but uh, they've played so many road games. They've got way more home games left, 13 at home and six on the road. So they should be able to hold it. But I will say they are the best team to guard Giannis Tetkupo. Absolutely. Uh, they threw off Giannis. I know his, his end game box score was 28 points. But through three games here uh, against the Miami Heat, he scored 15, 15, and 28. He only had four baskets in each of the first two games. And then this one was his high game. But it really it, it took him a while to get going. He had four turnovers. And you could see they just throw him off with Bam Adebayo, that body. And, and they really do the the classic, hey, show him bodies at the top of the key. And I think Giannis would solve it over the course of a series. But this is this is absolutely the best team uh, to guard Giannis with, with Bam and everybody. So he had seven in the first half. And then he got it going at 21 in, in the second half. So just some some points there, but a, a fun game, obviously. Oh, really fun. And, I mean, we talked about this the other day. 
where we had the Heat beating them in five a couple years ago. Bucks followed that up by sweeping them, and now everybody just wants oh, yeah. a seven-game series between these two squads in whatever round it comes in, and uh, this is a perfect example why. Yeah, and uh, I'll just go back on the Kyle Lowry thing because Tyler Hero had an incredible game. He had the 30 points, hit the threes. He was money for them, but he had three costly turnovers. Yeah, I know. He threw the ball Basketball away. Basketball is a cruel mistress. It, it, I mean, it is. They're not, <laughs> they're not in the lead without Tyler Hero hitting right. six threes and like 37 to five, like yeah. you said. But then these, like that, that one where he got trapped by Portis and Wesley Matthews, he got too cute with the pass yeah. that led to the Middleton Softy. three. I mean, he, he, he lost them the game that, there, that, but yeah. they're not in the game without him. It's yeah. weird. And the Sorry. same thing with the, well, the same thing with the, uh, the Gabe Vincent threes. Larry can do that. He doesn't do it as often, but he can do it. But it's more just that control at the end of the game yeah. where it's like, it's got to be in his hands. And Tyler Hero has shown composure. So the fact that he threw away the sloppy pass to Bobby Portis, who went down and got fouled, and then he lost it out of bounds, and then the the Heat themselves, whether or not that's contagious, couldn't get the ball in, and then the wild pass did end up costing them. But what I absolutely loved is Giannis. That free throw, man, he hit four huge ones for them. Looks so confident. And Drew Holiday, that wasn't the sexiest game we were ever going to see, but what I loved about it, he just went straight to the hoop. Yep. I love that. He didn't say, I'm just going to try to hit a floater or a mid-ranger. He said, I've got an advantage, and he went in and took it. Heat had no timeouts, so, and they ended up blowing this one. So the Miami Heat, we always talk about them you know, being a composed team, and they really weren't in this crunch time. And uh, clunch, uh, clunch crutch time, whatever you want to call it. There. <laughs> Jimmy Butler didn't have a good game himself either, which Ooh. was a, a bit of a surprise for him. I thought he was going to be one of those, I'm up for this game, mm-hmm. but he wasn't really. So uh, huge sort of um, you know snatching victory from the jaws of defeat here for the Bucks because they looked down, down 14 points in that fourth quarter, and Miami's offense just ran out of, uh, ran out of options. Yeah, there were multiple times I gave up on the Bucks in this one. I was like, they're going to lose it when it was like a 14-point lead with six minutes left. I'm like, Heat played too good a defense. No way the Bucks are coming back here. When Bam hit the jumper to put him up eight, three minutes and 30 seconds left, no way the Bucks are coming back. Then he hit the fadeaway, put him up four, 44 seconds. Yeah. No way they're coming back. <laughs> up three with 11 seconds left. Oh, they got a defense. Just get the ball in and hit some free throws. No problem. Uh, but... Obviously, the Bucks never gave up on it, and that, to me, was like, this was such a Bucksy win. We saw them come back down 2-0 against the Nets last year, down 2-0 in the finals against the Suns. They just have the belief that they're going to be able to stick in it if they stick with it, and they stuck with it the whole time. I loved every time Giannis went to the line, you could hear somebody in the crowd yelling, all day, all day, and it was actually all day, so that was pretty impressive to see him knocking down uh, the clutch free throws as well. I also love a clutch jump ball. I said I was going to make a top five list, but that was when uh, we had two in November. Jaron Jackson Jr. beat Rudy Gobert for one, and Terry Rozier beat Draymond Green for a jump ball. So I guess you're going to add this to the list, though it was Giannis. Uh, like, yeah. He should win every single <laughs> yeah. jump ball. Uh, nonetheless, uh, a great win of the jump ball. I think the Heat probably win this game if Kyle Lowry's playing, simply because he gets that call on Drew, Drew Holiday. The guy's a star. Yep. We're going to see the last two minutes report. That's going to be a charge. He's the, the Drew, number Drew one. getting away with a bump. Yeah. yeah, guaranteed. He yep. flattened Gabe Vincent. <laughs> yep. He, like, put him on his ass. That, no doubt. Uh, I think what, do you, that, what do you think the last two minute report will say about the uh, jump ball called Giannis jumping sure. on top of uh, Jimmy? That could also be, after yeah. he got hit. Yeah, yeah. It, it might be. I think I think I think that one's okay. I mean, it was Jimmy, it was, Jimmy fell. Yeah. there was contact, but he slipped almost, but and he was, goes yeah. down, and then yeah, they it was a bad pass. Jimmy like had the ball; he was yeah, in his possession, sure. but he wasn't really in control. He because he was on the ground, yeah, and, that. and so at that point. People do just jump on the oh, guy. Yeah, I know. And, yeah, but, you know. If, you're, if there's like 10 seconds to go, just jump on exactly. a guy, and yeah. it's like a, a, yeah. a exactly. 75% chance Everyone's you'll get the jump like, ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, otherwise, uh, the other one, most likely, I think he, he got away with it. Um, 
will they just let that one slide? I'm not sure. True. Yeah. You're talking about, yeah. 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 Kyle Lowry is the king of charges drawn. Yeah. I mean, he may get that call because it's a reputation call. Totally. <laughs> in, totally. In, in, a, in a strange way. Uh, but the, yeah, the Yannis bumping uh, Jimmy Butler there. There's always that funny split second. You know, Yannis bumped him. It's clearly. And then Jimmy's on the ground. No whistle? Jump on that yeah, guy! Because yeah. <laughs> like, somebody else was reaching in, too. Yeah. That, I don't know. I'm Wesley not Matthews sure who maybe it is, but yeah. give it to Giannis because he can win that jump ball. But, yeah, this is a pure Giannis win. The Bucks never give up. They just they just don't, as they did in the playoffs last year. And throughout games, they always come back. He just chip, chip, chips away. Giannis will never, ever stop. That's why he keeps on talking after every game. We've got to build good habits. Got to build good, even if they win 30 by 30 points. I mean, this he's, he's a true leader. And on the other side with Lowry, uh, there's no doubt uh, they would have been a lot different. And you know, I talk about their late game offense. So if Jimmy's having a bad game, like he had in this one, Kyle's done that before. If Kawhi's not having a good game yep. in 2019, I'm here, man. Uh, and he can be that secondary guy. Is here on the bench in those instances? I don't know. Maybe, uh, but pro- I guess I guess he would be uh, just if they're going defense. Uh, but anyway, uh, they have enough guys. They just they just are always doing it by committee. They always they just can't rely on one guy. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, these are those teams that if they're championship caliber, I mean, you just don't see very often, as we've talked about. Are they a good enough ensemble? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I the leader's got to be better, though. Jimmy Butler yeah. hasn't been good against the Heat since the bubble, basically. As soon as – if he has the jumper going, like, he's going to have a chance, but he doesn't draw enough fouls against uh, against the Bucks because, you know, they've got size as well to kind of challenge him and are obviously a good defensive team to stay in front of him. He's at 13.5 points per game on 33% shooting in two games against uh, the Bucks this year. He was outscored by Bryn Forbes in the mm-hmm. playoffs last year. So if the, if the Heat are going to beat the Bucks when it comes playoff time – He's got to be, you know, 20-something a game, getting to the line at least eight times, I would imagine. And, man, what a shot by Chris Middleton to pull that up. The ball's on this guy. We were talking about he took a shot, uh, like a a game-tying three-point attempt against the 76ers right before the All-Star break, and we're like, hey, that's just how it is for the Bucs. Like, Mm. Middleton's going to be the guy to take the big shots. You got to ride with the Ferris wheel. Yep. The Ferris wheel was up last night. It went in. That's just how it is. That's why this would be such an awesome series, though. Like you guys are saying, the Bucks do a great job of neutralizing Jimmy Butler. The Heat do a better job than most teams of trying to neutralize Giannis, and that's what makes it like all these other guys, your Middletons, your Lowrys, your Heroes, your Bams, you know, your Drew Holidays. It's uh, who steps up in a, in a potential, hopefully, long series. I hope we get this. Um, before we move on to the next game, let's just get a quick report on the run last night. I couldn't oh. make it out there, but the three of you guys were... Uh, Hooping. How did it wow. go? Wow, second, no, second story. We second got. story. I mean, like, we'll get to Harden in a second here. Uh, the, the second game, put the lower third up, uh, JD. Uh, let, give me the highlights. I just want the quick highlights. So does everybody watching and uh, listening. Later. Well, uh, Trey was going for a beef last night, okay. and I said, you know what? I'm beefing too. I thought I'm going to beef. So now we have two guys in our pickup run yelling out how many rebounds well, we're grabbing. The problem is, the yep. problem is, Russell, Russell Westbrook. Is right. He's had a bad season. Let's give him some credit. Because he said if everyone could do what he's doing in terms of getting triple doubles and getting the rebounds, they'd do it. I tried. I tried to beef last night. I think I got three rebounds. Oh, jeez. So I decided to tweak it a little bit. Mid mid sort of run there. I, I had a uh, I had two screen assists. Oh, for track. God. <laughs> I had a Kobe assist. And I had two uh, hockey assists. So wow. I'm going the hustle stats. That's my new, that's my angle here. Right. Was the jumper not falling last night? Uh, we, we ran, I think we ran our first five games. Trey and I were on the same team. Oh, okay. And then the legs got a little heavy. Yep. And uh, I I did the worst thing I could do after after we finally sat down. I was like, I'm just going to sit out again. Oh. 
Couldn't get back up after up. that. Yeah. Oh, no, you're too, we're too old for yeah. that stuff. You gotta yeah. keep playing. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep gotta. the train moving. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? How many screen assists did you have? I sucked. I wasn't keeping my screen oh, assist. Good. These guys like were playing basketball. These guys were playing basketball. I wasn't. Unfortunately, I was. I was trying to find uh, Josh Primo, as Trey called him. Very, a very young guy out there. Very young guy. Oh, on really? Our team. Some youth out there were there. Uh, this kid maybe was 12 years old. Yeah. He only played a couple of games. He yeah. only. Oh like, my god. Yeah, what? Like when numbers when numbers were low, uh, he played a couple of games okay. but uh santos cooked him a couple of times too yeah. i hope he so. was he was his hands. santos ripped the ball out of his hands i was like come on man santos like setting screens on the guy that was, <laughs> that was awesome I mean, speaking of flexing trey hit a game winner he went through a guy drew oh. holiday style Ooh. double flex the arm, both arms came uh, out. Last yeah, two minute report's game. gonna show uh, offensive foul though. It's gonna show an and one. I'll tell you that. Oh, that <laughs> All right, uh, that was a twenty five boards for your boy JD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> twenty five. Amazing. Uh, I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Uh, ja- Jackson asked me this morning randomly, "Are those guys good at basketball?" Referring to the four of you, <laughs> I I was like, "Well, they're old." <laughs> but I honestly like I'm like dude, Lee's good at shooting. Uh, no, yeah, the answer is yes. the answer is yes. I mean, like, but but like, obviously, we're not playing college basketball level stuff here. But we're not like. To me, if you're bad at basketball, it's like you can't dribble and you obviously can't shoot and nobody wants you. Yeah, I'm not bad. doing that with four. I'm bad at basketball. No, no but as far as you guys, you're rusty right yeah, now. Yeah, totally rusty. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I was trying to see it through his eyes. Would he think you were good? Like. If I say you're good, right. and then he comes and see you pl- yeah. play, and he'd be like, "Dad, I thought you said these guys." Hey, 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 I'll <laughs> you know kick what I mean? Your son's ass. <laughs> yeah, he's got a couple of inches. He says you'll get him now, but in a year or two time, well, I can see him. Yeah. If he's the baller in the family, yeah. well, if you had a twelve-year-old there last night, maybe I'll send him over there. There we go. I mean, Skeets without the facial hair now. Yeah, I look like yeah. I'm twelve years old. Yeah. You can yeah. pass for you. Yeah, the reason I didn't make the run last night is I was shaving, <laughs> plucking each individual yeah. hair. Yeah. You passed your hair on to Lee, who obviously washed his hair after the game, oh, right? You're, you're yeah. flowing. Look oh. at that. Yeah, that Look at those locks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a thing. <laughs> that's a lot of hair. You want to give us a giddy real quick here? Oh, why not? Why not? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, You're still man. sweating from last night. Yeah, I know. I, I was. I was. Uh, I'm telling you, well, you know, I pounded the water last night because the last like time Joel I did Like Joel Embiid stuff? Yeah. It. Good. Because you know how you, um, I said I, I woke up dehydrated yeah, after last up. night. I pounded it last night, but. I had to pee a few times oh. last night. So I don't know where the middle ground is here. <laughs> it's like, well, I hope you you mounted the toilet the, ah, the correct way yeah. during the night. Yeah. Of course I did. Okay. That's the only way to do it. Good. Uh, Harden <laughs> shines in his Philly home debut, 26 points versus the Knicks. Um, it, it was uh, not a great first half from Philadelphia, <laughs> uh, really, or for Harden. They turned it on in, in the second half. They did a really good job, I thought, of like showing a bunch of bodies at Randall, a bunch of bodies at RJ Barrett. Make any other Nick beat you. Like, have at it. And uh, they didn't. But they're now 3-0 with Harden in the lineup, so they're happy. Everybody's got these fake beards that they're buying for $5 there in uh, Philadelphia. They're 38-23. But Embiid, 27-12. Four assists, steal, two blocks. Harden, 26-9-9. So he flirted with the triple-double. Yes, you can say that when you're in 9-9 in those other categories. And then Tyrese Maxey, again, slow start. Got it going. Started attacking. Uh, 25 points, four boards, three assists. So he was great. But the honeymoon is now over. Now they're coming back to real life. Right. Here we go. Next four games are against yeah. the Cavs, the Heat, the Bulls, and the Nets. So uh, we'll see how this uh, this goes now. But so far, so great 
for uh, Harden and Philadelphia. Because, you know, again, it was pretty ugly in the first half. They're down, and then they sort of crushed them in the second half. It's so much about Maxi for me. He's been amazing. Because they're going to be – every team's going to be watching Embiid and Harden. And Maxi playing that third guy, yes, he's the number three guy. Uh, he's just so decisive when he gets the ball. And that's that's the biggest thing is he's a direct line guy. We're talking about all these guys going through chess, Trey Kirby going through chess, <laughs> uh, and in game number one, Drew Holiday going through chess. Tyrese Maxey just decides, I'm going to the hoop. Uh, and the speed is a big factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is apparently like Harden and Doc Rivers, and they got on him in the first half. Like uh, Harden especially was like, "You got to be way more aggressive." Like, where's yeah. that Maxi I saw the first two games? Yeah, I mean, this is on. different. That's a big role for him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, any other notes on Sixers Knicks here as they played for a second time? Yeah, I mean, it's the Knicks, so you just didn't feel they would be able to keep it up, and they just couldn't. There, um, it, it's a, been a pretty disastrous season here. They haven't got the bodies to slow Embiid down. He didn't have to be super dominant last yeah. night. But he was good enough. He yep. was way too good for anything they had out there. And Maxi just flinging the ball at the rim too, and the shot clock going wind down, get the three. Before the game, I saw a pretty good tweet here from Fred Katz too, because uh, tonight is Wilt Chamberlain night in Philadelphia, where the Knicks will play the Sixers. Here's Tom's Thibodeau's take on Wilt once averaging 48.5 minutes per game in a season. That's my kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Was that an actual quote from Tibbs? Yeah. That's pretty funny. Because <laughs> it sounds like it could be fake, too, oh, from yeah, Cats. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, uh, the only other random note I have from this I saw in the AP report, Stateside Vodka, which is a Philly-based vodka company, didn't know that was a thing, uh, had offered $25 gift cards as part of a trade-in for old Ben Simmons jerseys. How many did you do you think they received on Wednesday? How many Ben Simmons jerseys? I put it in my notes. Oh, you already have this. Okay, so you sit this one out. The vodka company. How many did they receive? People came to the vodka company in Philadelphia. Said, "Here's my Ben Simmons jersey. I will take that twenty-five dollar gift card." I'm just, just curious what you think the number is. Thirty. Okay. It sounds like it sounds like you're hinting that it was a lot. I'm going four digits, a thousand. Oh, too much, too much. It's more than thirty. It's three hundred fifty-two. Yeah. Decent number. Yeah, that's what I thought. I like that's. There's a lot of people because, with Ben Simmons jerseys and then that don't want them anymore and would like this vodka gift certificate, I guess. Yeah, because uh, the Grizzlies, <laughs> when they, they did the exchange for Curry jerseys, mm-hmm. right? I mean, people came in and handed in Curry jerseys. <laughs> they were only exchanging 300 Curry jerseys for Morant jerseys, but they put the limit on it, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, right, 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 right. Uh, that's all I got to say. Okay. <laughs> so you had that in your notes as well? I guess the, I did, yeah. the I game was wasn't all that inspiring. Like Lee said, it's yeah. the Knicks. Like, yeah. you have to play one half if you're the 76ers at this point. It's going to be fun to see them actually hit some adversity at some point. Yeah. So this next week is going to be uh, pretty interesting to watch. That Saturday game in Miami on the second night of a back-to-back, that's a huge one. So mm-hmm. hopefully the Sixers don't pull anything where we're like, ah, it's the second night of a back-to-back. We're going to rest Embiid or we're going to rest Harden, yeah. something like that. Play all those guys so we can see you against the real team. Uh, Terry Rozier scored 29 to lead the Hornets over the stumbling Cavaliers, 119-98. to Of course, there are some injuries coming into play here, but uh, Trey, Hornets, big win here. Yeah, a bit of an unexpected result. The Hornets had come in having lost 11 of their last 13. Cleveland, like you're saying, Skeet's not much better, had lost four of their last five against some pretty brutal teams. A couple of teams really struggling. Maybe you thought the Cavs were going to have the advantage here since Darius Garland was back, but the Hornets just smacked them. 29 for Rozier. He led the way. Five other Hornets were in double digits. They made 17 threes. They had 32 assists and only 10 turnovers. They even won the rebounding battle in this game, 9-4 to on the offensive glass, 45-37 to overall. 
against a good rebounding team in the Cavs with tall guys. I mean, they're running Mason Plumley and P.J. Washington, the Chevy tracks of the NBA out yeah. there. This was no doubt the best game the Hornets have played since the Raptors blowout, maybe even since they beat the Lakers back in January. But I think the real story's on the other side. Starting to get worried about the Cavs, Tassie. Mm, nah, Tied yet. with the Celtics now in the fifth mm. seed. They're only a game and a half up on the Raptors in seventh, and mm-hmm. they just have not looked like the same team we saw the first half of the season. They've lost to the Hornets, Hawks, Rockets, and Pistons twice in their last 12 or 13 games, something like that. It seems kind of realistic to me that they hit the play-in tournament. Yep. And four of their next five on the road, and they play the Raptors in Cleveland. That's their only home game over their next five. So uh, that could be a, a real four-pointer. Is that what they say in hockey when you, you, you play a team, isn't it? They say that? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Let's Real not fall down the hockey rabbit hole again. Because <laughs> yeah. you win a win, you get a win, it's two points. Yeah, so, but yeah. they get a loss. And, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Nice. So, uh, exactly. But yeah, that's the thing. The Cavs, uh, the season, I mean, they're still 10 games over 500. On paper, it looks good. They've got most of their guys there, obviously. But a team like the Hornets coming in last night, they really needed to pick up that victory because they can, you can just see them now, a game and a half back of the Bucks, who obviously got a huge victory for them. So the Cavs just slipping a little bit out of reach. That that cool. would be devastating. The type of seasons they've had, the feel-good yeah. story they've become, the all-stars in Garland and Jared Allen, you know, even like Coral playing well and all this, all this stuff that's been great for the Cleveland Cavaliers. We've talked about them a ton. If they were to fall into the play-in and then get, you know, beat by, let's say, the Nets, yeah. then they're taking on whatever, uh, yeah. you know, a Hornets or a Hawks or a Wizards and they lose that, like they don't even get into the play That would be... Devastating. That would be... That would be that would hurt. Yeah. That would hurt. Mm-hmm. But it's a possibility with these teams behind them um, starting to turn it on in the Celtics wraps, even the Nets once they get Kevin Durant back tonight. They've definitely hard. hit a wall here. There's no doubt. Uh, they've overcome a lot of different walls this season with so many injuries to their backcourt. And it's odd uh, going into the All-Star break. Things looking rosy. Home game. <laughs> our home All-Star game in Cleveland. And then Darius Garland is out for three games. He was skipping. In the All-Star game, he was playing great, (laughs) and Jared Allen's there with him. And then he misses three games, which Mm -hmm. is very, very strange. You don't very often see that. But, yeah, he is so important to them. So, I mean, it's an excuse uh, coming out after the All-Star game. But, yeah, it's a trip up that a young team, I guess, is just having. Karis LeVert also, their number two ball handler, has been out. So that, that's, that's big. It's mm-hmm. really big, considering they've lost Colin Sexton and Ricky Rubio. So, this, yes, there's a lot of things happening. And then last night with uh, Terry Rozier just pulling and hitting shots. I mean, he, the first quarter uh, was, was rough for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they just couldn't pick it up. Uh, I think Garland was a little rusty, but a 38-point first quarter from Charlotte. You get the, the random Kelly Oubre game. He had 14 yeah. points in the first quarter. They get down. <laughs> 26 points uh, to 18 in the second quarter. They just couldn't get back up. 119 points allowed is, is not is not Cleveland Cavaliers basketball. So it's a wall. It's a wall. Hopefully they can overcome it. Yeah, weird game with uh, Lamelo. Um, yeah, Lamelo Ball. I was going to say Lonzo Lamelo Ball playing only eight minutes. I mean, there's some foul trouble there and stuff like that. But Isaiah Thomas, he's back. He's back, baby, and he's on the Hornets. If you didn't know that. And he played 14 minutes last night, hit a couple threes, um, and, and chipped in a couple assists, finished with 10 points. So IT's going to get an opportunity here. Yeah, was that the third team he's played for this season? This season? Is Dallas, that right? he was on the Lakers. Uh, he must be up there with this yeah. year. I mean, when mm. you think about it, Phoenix, Sacramento, He's got two Boston. rows on, or three rows on basketball reference for the jerseys. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. That's that nice. That's a lot. <laughs> Kings, Nuggets, uh, Wizards. Whoa, that's a lot of jerseys. I'm looking at it that's now. That's a lot yeah. of jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of different numbers in the mix there, too. Okay, but nice to see him, uh, of mm. course, back in the league and maybe gets an opportunity here as some sort of 
you know, deep guard on the rotation. An uh, injury, foul trouble happens, he's going to get an opportunity. Possibly. 11 shots, 14 minutes. Oh, yeah, minutes. he'll let them fly. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, the other games from last night. I'll chuck them at you. Yep. Touch on anyone that you want to. Suns uh, rebounded without Booker and Chris Paul. They destroyed the Blazers. Brandon Ingram, 33 points. Pelicans roll past the Kings. Blowout. Mitchell and Conley lead the Jazz to the 132-127 overtime victory over the Rockets. So it took uh, five extra minutes there. SGA leading the Thunder to a nice win over the Nuggets, 119-107. Probably the the most surprising uh, outcome last night. And then Brogdon helped the Pacers rally late to beat the Magic in overtime, 122-114. to Lee, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, so I'm going to start with the uh, Kings... uh Sorry. Pelicans Kings? Yeah, Pelicans Kings because the Pelicans win with the Blazers loss gets the Pelicans a game up into that play in. That's huge. Yeah, they're and a the, lock, man. And the Kings, uh, now I was going to actually give you some trivia this morning, but you, you mentioned it to the to the group, so I won't say it, but um, I, won't, I won't give <laughs> you the trivia. It might, be, it might be JD's tweet of the night. We're not sure. Uh, it's uh, not. Okay. Anyway, the, the, the loss by the Kings extends an amazing streak thanks to Josh Dubbo uh, at AP there. The winning seasons in Sacramento with Rick Adelman as coach, eight in eight years. Anybody else, 0 and 29. Now, That's technically, if they go 18 and 0, they could be 500 on the season. <laughs> Probably not going to happen. But uh, honestly, just a complete disaster. Uh, I, I was trying to workshop a joke this morning as well, right? I, I don't know where I ended up with it. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. What will happen first? The Kings will make the playoffs or Prince William will become king? Because he's second in line, right? Now, the Queen, she's still around, but looks like, you know, she's 100. She's getting over. Now, Prince Charles, I think he's waited his whole life to become king. He's definitely going, I'm going to be king for a year or two yeah. at minimum. I've just got to be king. But then I think he realizes William's the future. Let's give William the king. <laughs> hand it over. So he'll, uh, what's that word, uh, JD, when you, when you uh, uh, not abstain, but it's like. Abdicate? That's the word, Abdicate, yeah. yeah. His, Prince- uh, his sister's really into the royal. Oh, is she? Yeah, well, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe, uh, board, maybe yeah. Kenzie can help us out here. I, I think that's it. Charles is like, there's no way I'm not having at least a, a couple of years as king, but then I'm giving it to Willie. So I'm saying, so what? Okay. Three or four years, right? The queen, she's she's okay, but you know she's old. Uh, and once she dies, I think I think uh, Charles automatically becomes king. Does he? Yeah, I, th- I believe so. Okay, because they have to have some someone a king or a queen. <laughs> what would they do without a yeah without a monarch? But if he's smart, Charles will say. Willie can ca- save this family. It's Willie. a complete yeah. Willie. Show it to Elf. Big Prince Willie. So, so I'm somewhere on the line there. I'm like, what would happen to King, the King, the King of England, the King, King William first, or the Kings in the playoffs? That's so you should be able to bet on Bet MGM. That <laughs> yeah. that right there should be a yeah. bet. Yeah. What happens first? Kings have a winning yeah. season or? <laughs> Prince William becomes mm-hmm. king. king. Yeah, what are, what are, great. <laughs> do it. What are, MGM, are you watching? Listen. What are the odds? I mean, the odds uh, are. I'd probably take William at this point. I think so. <laughs> you got five years there, Sacramento. Doesn't look all that good mm-hmm. to me. Uh, anyway, so I got some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got there. Hey, anyway, you're. Hold on, you're calling the Queen's death? She's in trouble. I mean, she's. Uh, I know she had COVID recently, but even before that, she was really slowing down. And this is a jubilee season. So you said too. she was 100, but she's 95. Yeah. Oh, she's only 95. Yeah. Huh? I think so, yeah. Her huh. mother lived to be over 100. Yes. Yeah, 101. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's been a rough few years here for uh, Lizzie. So. Prince Charles yeah. says you're Queen right. Elizabeth is a lot better now. Yeah, That's well, I mean, look, I'm not, hoping, I'm not hoping she dies. I'm also, just this saying, one like, from Rolling Stone. The <laughs> yeah. queen is, bracket, not dead. Long yeah. live the queen. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, update that in a few, <laughs> few months, maybe. We'll see as she goes here. Wow. Um, anyway. I'd say Prince Andrew's chances are dead. 
Done. Yeah. Fuck. He's been. Those are. You love uh, following the gossip. But, uh, well, my mum used to be a huge yeah. royal my follower, so I it. grew up sort of following it. You know, like the, yeah, the wedding of Charles man. and Diana. Yeah. I was only five. It was massive TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was huge. It was huge. Yeah. She was great. Diana was great. She could have saved the royal family, but. Uh, no, they're, they're... Okay, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. so Charles, Charles coming in. The Charles, next Charles years. is like, give me yeah, two yeah, years. Yeah. I just got to be king. You know, you can't wait his whole life and then say no, Willie. You can't wait. Sounds like a Disney song. Yeah. I just, yeah. 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 I, I think you're wrong. I think Chuck's gonna hold on to the that throne as long as he can. Well, he'll probably live know. to be a hundred, right? Well, that's the thing. Live. That's the thing. If he is king, he's going to have to do more stuff. And I think he's like, I've done tons of nothing, paid for <laughs> by the taxpayers. I think you love the royal. Family. No, I, think I don't. He does too. I don't. I used to buy Commonwealth into guy. it, and then uh, I lived there, and I'm like. God, they, I mean, they get away with a lot. I mean, they say it's all about the tourism dollars they bring in. I'm like, not that much, considering how, how much they get away with and what they get to, how they get to travel around. And, you know, I mean, it was relevant. Sure, it You're was. You're just jealous. Did you, ever no buy, did you ever buy anything? Well, when I was a kid, of course. Oh, you know? What about when you lived there when you were older? No, no, Never no. had anything, a little knick-knack in your house? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, when people came over, we'd go to Buckingham Palace because it's a cool palace. You ever make them laugh? Any of the, the guards? Ah, uh, no, you can't, man. It's tough. You, it's should, tough. Uh, you got some good jokes. Yeah, I do. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them this one about the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> you got to yell your jokes at them, though, right? They're far. They are. They yeah. Are. yeah. Fun. yeah. Um, um, anyway. So Pelicans fans, happy with that. <laughs> very, very happy. Very, very happy there. Great result there. Now, the other game, and it was an upset here. Uh, the Thunder yeah. won't go into Denver and get a big victory against a team that had won six, out of, six in a row eight out of nine uh i think they fell asleep a little bit last night now we also talked last week about will barton soon to become the three-point leader all time in denver yes, Nuggets. that's right he needed two last night to beat jr smith guess how many he shot i don't know oh for nine he went oh, he- oh, oh for nine no, no, uh now guess guess what the starting five for the denver Nuggets shot from three uh, combined oh for 28 or something one for 25 they, yeah, yeah. um so when you're shooting that badly now their bench gave them some life and got them back into it but uh that's where they fell down they just couldn't hit a shot there Jokic, uh you know he tried his best he's great as always uh but thunder got a good victory now another thing i wanted to point from in this game um narrative is huge of course when it comes to MVP race yep. and when you look at like what's happening in Philadelphia right now I think Joel Embiid is probably the favourite for MVP mm-hmm. and I think for a couple of reasons you know he's having the best season of his career they're winning games he didn't win it last exactly, year exactly <laughs> exactly now when I looked at it this morning <clears throat> excuse me you know, Philadelphia, 38 and 23, they could still grab the number one spot in the Eastern Conference they probably won't but they could they're only two games back of the heat there and then you look at the Nuggets 36 and 26, only two uh, loss, uh, two wins fewer, but they're 14 games behind the yeah. Phoenix Suns. And I think just the appearance there could hurt Jokic's chances. You know, if he's sixth, even though he might have two or three uh, wins fewer and say Embiid's second, those things become a factor, yeah. I think, even sure. though the wins are, you know, almost identical. I, I so. believe Giannis passed Jokic too for uh, PER, mm-hmm. like the highest, best player efficiency rating of all time in one season. Jokic. What are the nerds going to do? Yeah, so I, yeah. I saw that happen as well. That I mean, not that this, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's, it's one of those They're weird sort of amazing. weird things. I think right now, though, it, it's certainly, uh, to me, it's probably, I've got Embiid, 
Giannis, Jokic in my sort of okay. top three if, right if now. If the season ended right yes. now? Yes, yes. Yeah, you, would you agree with that, Trey? Is that how your vote would go? If it was done right now. we got six weeks still to go. But. Uh, yeah, I think I'm about in the same spot. Maybe maybe you switch Jokic for Giannis at number two just because, I mean, the line he's put up for oh, this season is honestly incredible. And like we've talked about a billion times, he's missing his number two and number three guys. Just look at how they played last night. 22 for Jokic. The rest of the starters had 27 combined. He's not getting a ton of help out there, or at least not really reliably getting yeah. uh, the same kind of help that Embiid has. And maybe Embiid's uh, chances here take a little bit of a hit now that he actually has another MVP playing on the same team. I can see Embiid's numbers falling off during the last 20 games here, just as he doesn't have to do quite as much and probably gets to rest some fourth quarters during blowouts. Uh, but I do think Embiid is the leader right now. And, but, you know, give me a six-game win streak, another one for the Nuggets, and maybe we're talking about Jokic taking over the number one spot. Uh, and just to touch on one more game here, just because I ended up watching it, probably because it was the first game and I didn't go hoop with you guys last night, uh, Brogdon and the Pacers beating the Magic there in overtime. One of the worst overtime performances <laughs> I've seen from a team in a long time, the Magic, had a brutal five minutes of overtime. I mean, it is gross. Uh, maybe that's part of the plan here. Like They don't want to win games, but uh, it's 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 hilarious. Like so many bad turnovers. You know, I think they scored maybe two points in the entire overtime. It was it was rough. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, Pacers got it done. Not that they're really in the mix here either, but oh, just I usually tell you people to go watch the highlights of this particular <laughs> game. Oh, catch the final couple minutes of this game. Don't, like don't even think about turning on the overtime for this one cuz it was gross. <laughs> gross stuff. All right. Let's take a first break. Sure. When we come back, we'll hit the beach and answer a few of your questions. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
All right, back in the Classic Factory. Before we get to uh, answering a few of your NBA questions, Lily, you got some photos for us. Yes, uh, it, it's funny, really. This is uh, me, when my first trip. This is where my uh, peak in the royal family um, got to its highest point because this is I am 1981 out the front of Buckingham Palace there with my two brothers and mum. <laughs> Great. And there I am. There I am. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, Come now closer I think, you can get it. Yeah, I think time. this is the Tower of London. And uh, you know what they're called there, Trey? No. Beef eaters. <laughs> Who would have thought my life then and my life now would involve beef? You know? <laughs> so, you should have mentioned rebounding to the guard that they yeah. cracked but, up. And look at that in the background, that weirdo guy. Yeah, that paparazzi. Taken, yeah, it looks like a ghost almost, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. It does look weird. Uh, also, <laughs> that weird. Uh, I mean, I think I know the answer to this. You're not a twin, right? No. No, no, no. Why are you I'm dressed too, the same as your brother? Uh, great question. I, I guess <laughs> maybe it was a BOGO offer that mum and dad picked up those. Uh, <laughs> those uh, they're Australian, uh, the Victorian Football League shirts oh, at the okay, time. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's yeah. part of it. Yeah, that makes so, more sense then. Yeah. So did you make him laugh? No, you can't. can't. <laughs> but remember our friend uh, Rick, who was the first ever... Um, Goofy, goofy. Yeah. and he said what kids used to always do to him first thing just walk up and smash yeah. him in the nuts yeah. I wonder how many times that happens to the old beef eaters uh, it's, it's a little different because it's it is a man yeah <laughs> Goofy is a you know, giant right. costume he doesn't, he doesn't have a, saw, a, a, yeah. a, a rifle with a blade on the yeah. end of it as well like yeah. I, I don't think a lot of kids are just walking up to the beef eaters and popping them in the nuts but well if anyone knows a beef eater let us know <laughs> yeah let's hit the beach <laughs> Oh my god, it's been so long. Kept promising and promising and promising. Hey, keep sending in your questions. We'll hit the beach. We'll answer a few of your questions. Did it. Well, here we are. Some great ones. I'll get us started here. First one. Hi, diddly ho, no dunkarinos. Oh, I wish I still had the mustache for that one. Uh, in light of the news of Zion Williamson possibly needing another surgery on his foot and his rookie extension pending, it really begs the question. If Zion refuses to allow injury slash games played protections on his next contract, does New Orleans still offer him a max extension? Keep up the great work. That's from Johnny in Wellington. New Zealand. Sorry, Lee. I know you don't want us to read any emails from New Zealand, but Johnny, that's a good one. Zion only said, Tess, what do you think, man? Well, I'm looking at it as in, as going into this offseason. That, that's what I'm thinking about because they could offer him a five-year max this offseason, although he has another year on his contract. Right. And I say there's no chance they should do it this offseason with no preconditions on it. Right. I, I think that would be bonkers. Just to say, here's a five-year max – if you get injured, we're just on the hook for five years. Right. I think they would have to work in some conditions. So if Zion's camp, what's the, what's the downfall? Zion gets pissed and says, trade me next season. Well, right now his trade value, although it's good, ain't the best it could be. I'm sure he'd want to play next season. He hasn't played at all, so I think that would help them there. And also, what are teams going to offer him? I, I, I just think going into this offseason, I think that the potential negatives, the downfalls are far greater if you sign him uh, to a contract where he hasn't played in, uh, obviously, less than half the games that he's been able to play in 85 so far. This is his third season, uh, you know, barely one full season. It's unlikely he's going to play any more games this season. Latest reports, yeah, the imaging is good. He's going to get to full weight bearing soon. He's not even at full weight bearing. Uh, so I, I just, I don't think... 
we're going to get to a point where we're going to see him this season. How do you just say no conditions, sign him? I say you've got another year to let it play out. That would be my situation, although I know it's the Pelicans and they've in this you know small market situation where sometimes you just got to sign guys, but you have them under uh, your, your control for another year. I think maybe that motivates him to be a better player on and off the court to not sign him this year without the preconditions. I know there's a, a few... A few ways you go about it. Man, if he signs a five-year uh, contract with preconditions about his injuries, that's a right. different right. story. It's an easier for me. pill to swallow yeah. with saliva or water. Thirty cc's of saliva. Well, what do you think, though, Trey? Uh, I think Tass is right in the fact that the Pelicans are going to want to put in preconditions here because it's no different than the Embiid situation where he played 31 games through his first three seasons didn't even play his first two seasons but I think at this point people have literally forgotten that Zion Williamson is a bucket 27 Mm -hmm. 7 and 4 on 61 percent shooting last season that's why I think the Pelicans would max him out on a five-year deal absolutely and instantly they would do it because they don't attract free agents probably the best free agents they've gotten since 2010 Julius Randle or J.J. Redick are probably the big names. So I think you do whatever you can to keep a big name around. And obviously Zion, when he's on the court, is uh, a great player. The problem has been staying on the court, obviously. That being said, a lot of players have had injury issues early in their career that get worked out. Embiid is one. Steph Curry is another one. So I think they would sign him to the contract because at the very least, I think other teams would be interested. You want to have a huge contract. You can bring in a whole bunch more pieces. And if it's a five-year deal, that's more attractive for the next team as well. So I think uh, I think it would make sense from an asset standpoint, and I think it makes sense because Zion is good if he's ever back. Yeah, just to put some numbers on this, Tess said it, he is eligible to sign this rookie extension after this season. That deal has to constitute at least 25% of the salary cap, so it's looking at like a five-year, $181 million sort of extension that Zion could potentially uh, you know, sign there with the Pelicans. Would, would they offer it, though? Should they offer it? Or do you think what Tess is saying, maybe... Maybe wait and get them back and see. Or yeah. is this a no-brainer and you just lock it up? I, I think at this age, you just have to sort of hope it does work out and he gets himself right because he's so young with so much potential there still on the table. So you sort of That's... do what the Nuggets have done with Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, basically. And yeah. And, and going back, I was, I was reminded about Brandon Roy. Remember, he had the, the meniscus issues and the Blazers were hesitant, but they went for it and it ended up he couldn't really fulfill that contract. So right, right. There's, there's obviously risk there. They'll get it insured, that contract as well. So that's the thing is what the insurance company probably saying listen we'll, we'll ensure this contract but we want to see he's got to play 60 games in three of those first seasons or what something like that yeah but johnny's question is <clears throat> it's a hypothetical he's yeah. is saying that zion's camp is like we're not signing anything with those protections in there if that was yeah I, it's I, not likely, I don't think but... they can i don't think they can really hold firm to that yeah. because i don't think anyone would offer them anything without some sort of uh, safety net there for the team so he, he's going to get that max offer though from somebody the pelicans would be wise to be at least try to uh, offer an olive branch of saying, okay, it hasn't worked out so far. Let's sign it at the end of this season so then we know where the future lies. There's no way Zion Williamson and his team decline a rookie max extension, is there? I don't know. No one has. <laughs> well, he remains a restricted free agent. Yeah, though, and I, then, I know. You know. I mean, so. I, I only bring that up because if, you know, if he doesn't like New Orleans, yeah. I mean, it's an easier way to work your way out of a situation. But again, I don't think anybody's done it, right? Not for that money, that's for sure. No, and, and but even if they do, if he says, I'm not signing, and then he says, we want to sign with this team, the Pelicans can oh, still yeah, match yeah, it. Yeah, so he it, can't, it. he hasn't got that much But you leverage. admit, though, if Zion said, I'm not signing that, that's a hell of a red flag yeah. that this guy does not want to be well, here. Well, then, then you, you, yeah. you'd think the Pelicans say, okay, well, we can trade him for you know a yeah. fairly good return. 
Um, yeah, any other thoughts here on Zion and the Pelicans? Well, this conundrum? Like how, how much different does this feel than Embiid? Because he played, <clears throat> excuse me, in his first two seasons and now is sitting out his third season versus Embiid, who didn't play in his first two seasons and then played in his third season. So it just it feels like, you know, you saw him on the court before you gave him the deal, which also had preconditions. You know, that's... Yeah. I mean, we're, I'm living in the moment here where yeah. I'm thinking, I don't know if Zion Williamson is going to be able to play. <laughs> How much is he going to be able to play? Obviously, I mean, he's a one-of-one one talent. So it's it's just a, it's a crappy time. I, I I don't know. I guess I felt way different after year three of Embiid, even though he only played 31 games. He, he didn't finish that season either. Right. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's totally true. He didn't. <laughs> it's, it, it is... It's, it's, I guess it's the body type, and that's playing into uh, my thinking. But even this, these latest reports aren't good. I mean, every single thing that we've heard this season hasn't been good in his third year. Mm-hmm. While Embiid's was, he looks good on the court a little bit. You know, <laughs> he was playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the next one. Sure. Hey, all hunks. Ever since the infamous Lebronto series, Masai Ujiri has tried to acquire as many 6'9 players as possible. It's, it's as if he made a solemn promise to himself to never let it happen again. What is something that has happened to you that you made sure would never happen again? That's from Nick. Nick Gell, longtime fan from Los mm. Angeles. Trey. Yeah, for me, it was the picture I posted uh, from my junior year of high school, kneeling <laughs> with the basketball. <laughs> my feet look tiny. I'll never live it down. I'm telling you, it's camera tricks. You know, you got an old, uh, like a 25-year-old printed picture. It's got a little bit of a bend to it. So now, anytime I'm going to be posting a picture, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm examining the backgrounds. I'm like looking, do my feet look proportional <laughs> to my knees? I thought I had it all figured out until oh. yesterday. We were looking at our mustache pictures, put mine up, and I said, that's the last time anybody's ever seen my chin. <laughs> Instantly, several people in the stream team. Chins. Oh, yeah. oh, Which one? You'll never see a picture of me again on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) That's it! That's how far you've come, man. That's how far you've come. Is it? I don't know. I don't know what's under here. (laughs) But you'll never see. Yeah. Do you think you'll have that beard forever? No. No? No. My my long-term goal, (laughs) which is coming a lot faster than I thought it was going to, is to go like completely and totally gray and look super old and then finally shave my beard and people are like wow you look so much younger Mm. um but i'm going gray a lot faster than anticipated (laughs) 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 so i don't know two years two years i'll shave i think i confirmed with my mom last night uh i sent her a photo of uh, my mustache that i had yesterday for the pick and payoff i said be honest did I grow a better stash than than Dad did? Because my there was you know it feels like every dad had a stash at oh, some yeah, point you know the, with our age at least. She said, "Yeah, nice, wow. nice man. Yeah, hell God. yeah, in your face, Dad. <laughs> That's right. My dad can't grow a beard either. So in your face, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I struggle growing a beard, but uh, yeah, at least I got him on the stash." Uh, what do you? What's your answer for this? One? Uh, what is something that has happened to you yeah. that you made sure would never happen again? You know, so so growing up in Australia, anytime you fly internationally, it's like a massive long flight, right? Mm-hmm. And you pretty much have to connect somewhere, and I hate that. So now where I live, if I want to fly somewhere, I'm direct to that city, 
right? That's it. I'm going. If I'm going, I'm not connecting because it's usually cheaper, a lot cheaper to travel <laughs> yeah. via somewhere. One time we were going to Lima and my wife said, oh, let's fly this uh, Salvadorian Air- El Salvadorian airline, Tucker, I think it's called. And, you know, we stopped there in El Salvador and then go to Lima. And I'm like, uh, it's like it's a six-hour journey. The stop makes it like a 12-hour journey. Ooh. You know, and How any- much does it really seem? Yeah, yeah, and then you know you, they've got to transfer your luggage and it's like, I'm sure it'll get lost. And it was Christmas, right? Get to the airport. You should have seen how many bags. We were pretty much the last ones to check in as well. Hadn't been put on the on the carousel there. And uh, and I was looking, they put mine on. And I'm like, that's not going to Lima. There's no way that is going to make it to Lima. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Get there to Lima. Oh, yeah, you're lucky to make it. <laughs> I had to wear my father-in-law's Dax around for a couple of days because uh, mine didn't make it. And it was Christmas day, so the shops weren't open. So I was like, so Roxanne had to go into her dad and say, can he borrow a pair of pants? So I was walking around in his Dax. Dad's Dax. Yeah. <laughs> and my uh, my clothes didn't arrive. Mine went from, uh, we were in Toronto at the time. It went up to Montreal. It went to like Winnipeg or somewhere and then made it to Lima like two days before we were coming back. And I'm like, that's oh. it. Never, ever am I connecting again. I'm going bang straight to the city. Nice. Yeah. Good. Good answer. Do you have one for, for this one? Well, yeah, I'm currently going through a situation that's relevant to this answer. I would never fully trust a body shop that (laughs) I didn't fully trust in the first place. I mean, I trusted them, though. I had gone to a body shop a couple times, waited there in the lobby while tires got changed, oil got changed. And then when Danielle got into an accident late December, I called him up. And I said, oh, yeah, we've, uh, my wife got rear-ended, also front-ended. Uh, can you fix this car? He said, yeah, yeah, I can fix it. Um, but it's a body shop that I, I didn't have a, good, a great rapport with. And he said, yeah, four to ten days. Four, four to ten days. Oh, if it's on the longer end, it'll be ten. That's business days. I said, okay, I can live with that. That's two yeah, weeks that's in fine. my brain. That's two weeks. It gets there. Uh, a few weeks later, uh, we don't have the parts. Uh, we just can't get the parts. I'm like, okay, okay. Supply chain, blah, blah, blah. That was never mentioned in the in the first instance. <laughs> then I call Mazda specifically, and they do say they have some supply chain okay. problems. But then they find some, some uh, parts in Texas, and they bring them over from Texas to put on this car. I mean, really? You had to go all the way to Texas to get a couple bumpers, I suppose. So it's not it's not an old car, but it's also not new is uh, what an excuse was. Uh, because <laughs> so your cars in their tough sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So there's just not a lot of parts out there. And this is now we're getting into February. So uh, this this that part was you know somewhat believable. There's supply chain problems, but then we get into February, and then the professional line just started. Oh, I mean, they're just so good at you know we'll we'll, we'll call you tomorrow. Uh, uh, and we'll give you more of an update next day. Uh, you know, our, our guy's not here right now who's oh, no. working on it. We'll call you tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Uh, actually, we ran into a problem. There's an electrical problem after Ooh. we took the bumper, so it's going to be two more days. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. There was another problem. Call back two days later. Uh, you know, our, our guy's not here. Just bullshit after bullshit <laughs> after bullshit at like in multiple a, weeks curb your, enthas- curb your enthusiasm oh. episode right here it's not old and it's not new like, <laughs> what the hell is it yeah yeah, yeah it's it's a it's a, not even a five-year-old car i mean <laughs> that's so there's no, there, there was shock here new. in the classic factory when after we wrapped up yesterday's show task took a call from danielle and you know we obviously were like oh okay everything all right and then you're like yeah it's about the car and we were all like you still don't have your car yeah, back still don't have it so we're at nine 
weeks or so. Oh. Last last week, we got a call on the Tuesday. Oh yeah, it's going to be done by Thursday. You can return your rental car on Thursday. So I did that. I went and returned the rental car, and that didn't that didn't sit well with Danielle. <laughs> oh no! And now and now maybe I'm putting out our uh, dirty laundry here. But yeah, she was furious with me. <laughs> now it's making a lot more sense why you were late this morning. No, uh, nothing. No, no, we went and got oh, we went and oh, got another rental car. Oh, geez, we currently have another rental Jesus. car, but on yeah last Thursday I guess it was. I thought the car would be ready, number one. Number two, I didn't make a huge mistake. I was still driving Danielle around on the Friday and the Saturday, and we're driving together as a family anyways. Did we need another car for those two days? I mean, I got screwed. I was even going to her side of the car and, and opening it for her. Oh, Chivalry wow. is alive. Very nice. Uh, no, I wasn't doing that. But anyway, uh, it was close. It was close. I thought the car was done. We had to go into the body shop this week and say, what the f- is going on? <laughs> I mean, we really had to, we got into a yelling match. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Two Monday, Monday, I guess. Uh, it said our, your car better be ready tomorrow. It better be ready tomorrow. Here's the deadline. Wasn't ready. <laughs> Tuesday. It's like, what do you do though? Like, there's yeah, nothing, yeah, yeah. nothing you can call. You can Yeah, you can call the uh, the insurance company uh, okay. and, and get another assessor out there but really there's nothing you could do yeah. i mean you could you could literally we said we're gonna tow it to another shop <laughs> as is he's like okay i'll take off the parts that i've already replaced and you can tow it to another shop yeah. <laughs> which which we almost did uh Whoa. but then danielle got a cop in there <laughs> oh my God. yeah she this got the cops <laughs> she said uh, she uh, and then the, the result of the cop was i mean he can't really do nah. anything either <laughs> uh, but i mean it's just to put a little scare into them to fix the a damn car. I mean, just fix it. And and so he gave his his uh, promise in front of the cop. Which are we dropping the something. name of this body shop here? No, no, because I don't know well, what wait this until you business get your car is. Back and then it's happened. I mean, he showed me the pictures yesterday. Got painted. Things are happening. It'll be ready today. <laughs> It'll be ready another nine weeks. <laughs> no, it should be ready today oh, because wow. the cop the cop really helped. I think the cop really did help. He he put a little scare <laughs> because I don't know if this is a body shop or what business is happening oh, behind boy. this body shop. Oh, I think boy. there's a secondary business. There's something going on. I, I don't know. But anyway, oh, we'll figure man. it out. Anyway, yeah. nine weeks. I mean, whatever. Other people have bigger problems. We have two cars. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's true. It's fine. We're good. But uh, yeah, it was a bit of a kerfuffle. Anyway. <laughs> Next question. Hey, no dunkaroos. As a lifelong Cavs fan living in Cleveland, imagine my excitement when I heard the All-Star game was returning to my city. The cherry on the Sunday was knowing that my favorite podcast always traveled to the city of the All-Star game. That was several years ago, and a lot has happened since then. I was still optimistic that you would still be coming, but then you announced a virtual watch party for All-Star Saturday night. My heart was broken. As I picked up the pieces, my only solace was the possibility of getting the first email I've ever sent read on the pod. (laughs) There you go. So my question is this. What is something you looked forward to for a long time only to be let down? Lavert to J... A, love for three, Garland. That's from Michael, of course, in Cleveland. Sorry, Michael. Yeah. We had plans to do a live show in Cleveland, but uh, obviously those mm. went out the window. Um, hopefully we'll be back. 25 at an years for the top 100 will be in Cleveland. So There you uh, go. There you go. Hang in there, Michael. I was gonna make, come, come to Salt Lake City, mm. hopefully, uh, for mm. the next All-Star game. But anyway, uh, what's, what's your answer to the question? Mine's a fluid situation, too, right oh, now. <laughs> Looking forward to going to Philadelphia this time next week, this next yeah, Thursday. March 10th, yeah, March 10th. There's that tiny, tiny glimmer of hope, but uh, don't think it's going to happen. Don't think it's going to happen. Ben Simmons said, I hope, when he was asked if he was going to be playing March 10, 
in Philadelphia for the Brooklyn Nets. And I thought, yep, because that was like a month ago. I thought, we're going. Let's go. Let's go. Have some fun. Dudes. Guys being dudes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it uh, looks like it won't be going. Because there's not really much point in going if he's not. I mean, maybe. I mean, we could still go. <laughs> try and talk Andre Drummond's bit. return. Yeah. I mean, it'd still be a pretty, you know, like, good atmosphere, I think. Because Kevin Durant and Joel Embiid have had that, you know, that, like, uh, that beef in the past. Remember they were doing that to each other? So, Waving. Uh, Kevin Durant, I think, is due back uh, tonight. Tonight, yeah. yeah. So so he should be playing. So maybe we can still do it. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. He's trying to talk himself. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, what about you, Trey? Fast and Furious 9. Bummer, man. Bummer. <laughs> we did the entire series of Fast Friends last year. It was great to watch with the buddies, to talk about it. We even brought Matt into a few of these oh, episodes. Yeah. I hadn't seen Fast 9, so I was like, this is awesome. I wanted to rewatch the first eight <laughs> plus the spinoff series before the final one came out and then it came out and it was the worst one that had been made. And that was that was a bummer. But guess what? I'm still looking forward to Fast 10, even though now apparently The Rock's not going to be in it. Ugh. Did not take well to Vin Diesel negotiating through the press. No. Wow. <laughs> he was pissed. He flexed his arm and the cast broke off. So, <laughs> yeah, that was a bummer. But uh, mm. it seems to be... Every other one is good, so maybe this will be the good one. Vinny uh, negotiated through the press, just said, uh, Rock, we want you part of it. That was the negotiation. Basically, yeah. Basically, like, uh, hopefully we can... He had a lot more words than that. Yes, this was a lengthy, lengthy Instagram comment. Basically being like, let's put it behind us. This was the The photo photo we showed where we were like, what's with his alien head? Look how long his head is. I made my head gigantically long just for you. Um, But no. The Rock said, no way. I'm making movies with Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot instead. <laughs> he stole two members from the Fast and yeah. Furious franchise. Like, I'm starting my own. We're spies and we travel across the world. Mm. You ever heard of something crazy like that? <laughs> I was laughing. Not I much think... better than Fast 9. Oh, you watched it? Red yeah. Notice. Red Notice. Oh. I laughed out loud when uh, The Rock said that he was a criminal profiler for the FBI. <laughs> I was like, okay, this guy's working a desk job. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, was not great, but I uh, love the globetrotting. Love the globetrotting <laughs> red, no- red Notice. Uh, JD or Tass, do you have an answer for this one? Uh, me? No. no oh, okay. Uh, something you look forward to for a long time, only be let down. Uh, beginning of the pandemic... Thought it was going to a John Legend concert. Got delayed a year. August 15th, 2021 is when it was rescheduled for, which was my 40th birthday. I said, that's cool. That's great. Oh, that's nice. And they put it off again for another month. And it was a Wednesday. Uh Oh, I'm bringing my wife back into this. It was a Wednesday. (laughs) It was a Wednesday. And uh, we were flying to Austin for uh, her brother Yoni's wedding. Hmm. Did we have to fly on the Wednesday? Guess so. Anyway, so we missed it, and uh, uh, I made it up to her. Though we're going to Vegas to watch John Legend. Chivalry is alive uh, in a couple months, so looking forward to Ooh. that. All right, and that one's on still. I mean, that's locked in. At yeah, this point. masks off. Vegas, <laughs> Vegas is alive. Yeah, Vegas is <laughs> like you never came on. here March 2020. Yeah, fine. yeah, exactly. He's got a residency, man. He's got to do it. Unless you're Adele, then you don't have to do yeah. that, I guess. Uh, it's not happening. Adele canceled her residency. Really? Really? Yeah. Is it canceled or is it just delayed? Uh, I think. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was canceled for this Maybe. year anyway. Summer this another, League. Uh, clutch Sports holdout? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Summer League. wonder if we'll make it out there this year. That'd be fun. It's been a yep. while, right? It's been a couple of years. July 7 to 17. 
Is that you one of those? the dates? Oh, yeah. it was released the other day. Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just going around the tweets and the. We're internet. going. Yeah, we're, we're going. Come. Yes. Wow. Do a live show, I assume. A couple shows. I gotta get out of this garage, guys. Yeah, there you go. You got. We got the bamboo boys. Oh. Let's do a podcast from the pool. We should poolcast. Let's do it. Hundred percent. All right. That'd be fun. That'd be something new. Do a residency. That's a great idea. Uh, I'm in. Uh, all right, I think we got time for one more. Let's slip it in here. Good day, lads. My dream is finally coming true. My seven-year-old son is joining his first basketball team, but here's the catch: I have to coach. Oh. With absolutely zero experience, I was hoping Skeetsy could give his top five tips for coaching youth basketball. Yours in basketball purity, Luke who is a long-suffering Knicks fan from Perth. Mm, hence the good day, lad. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I'll give you some tips here, Luke. First off, good on you, getting out there. And I think uh, we just learned Trey Kirby's going to be coaching some soccer here in the uh, coming week. No, you're shaking your head. That's I not don't happening? think it's going to happen anymore. Oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, it was yeah. a go. It was looking like a go, but, you know, the way the draft lottery went down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> our girls got split up. So, oh, so, 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 Rivals. Wow. Rivals, actually. Wow, jeez, I, I can't wait. So you got to coach two teams. <laughs> <laughs> I offered to coach against Isla, but. <laughs> uh, back to the youth basketball coaching. This was my first year doing it. We had a blast. We had a great group of kids. Awesome parents as well. Here are my tips. But keep in mind, this was the first year I've ever done this. Um, you got to come to practice with positive attitude. You know, you got to crank that to 11. Well, like, let's be honest. Yeah, like, I know, I know. You know, it's yeah. a commitment. Yeah. Uh, I think we had probably, I don't know, close to 10 practices in total. It happened over a couple months, of course. And there are Mondays where I'm like, oh, God, I don't really want to go do yeah. this. And, you know, have a bunch of yelling kids. We coach six-year-olds, uh, so they're quite young. But, uh, you know, you always, once you get stepped in that gym, you just got to bring the positive attitude. So hopefully you can do that. Make the basketball drills fun as possible like we tried to make them into mini games because like you're doing drills they're yeah. six years old like yeah. you you do want to work on dribbling and shooting and passing all that but like try and come up with what we did like we did like musical chairs basically but like everybody's in the middle and then go do a layup and then get back mm. and you know there's like some like quick eliminations it's like quick games we did keep away the classic like they mm -hmm. had to get around us stuff like that so just make the basketball drills fun I would say encourage passing as much as possible at this age because nobody wants to. <laughs> Same but, thing with pickup on Wednesday night, I think. Oh, well, yeah, that's, uh, that's true. But, like, I guess what I mean is, like, I would go overboard on a good pass more than I ever would, like, a shot by mm. one of the kids or a basket mm. because it's, like, nobody wants to. But then you start finding a couple kids that, like, really get it, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, mm. make your teammates better, and it's pretty cool when you start to see that happen. Um I would recommend getting an assistant coach if you can. Mm -hmm. And like, not just because that's what I was with my buddy Grish, but like, if you think about it, you have eight to 12 kids on your team in practice, especially like if you're doing one drill or if like you're just doing a layup line, it's so much easier just to split up into both ends of the court mm. and you have little right. smaller groups because like they can't stand around for more than 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, you guys have kids, yeah. so like, you know, it's yeah. like just keeping their attention. So yeah. just having... Mm like little smaller groups, I think really helped. And then the final one, and people said this on Twitter, I forget who it was specifically, but he said, the only goal at this age when it comes to coaching is to get all those kids to return next year and play again. Mm. That's your only goal. Not obviously to win or to really like even, I mean, you want to improve, of course, and I yeah. think we did, but like just have so much fun that they're like, they want to play again. So you keep them in the sport. So I thought that was always a good, mm -hmm. good tip. I forget who said that on Twitter, but... There you go. That's no. what I got. A little too serious I took that, but uh, I had a lot of fun. Oh, my God. 
It's all right. The only thing I ever tell my kids about playing basketball is you better grab rebounds. That's good. You <laughs> better grab it because otherwise it's like you didn't play defense at all and playing defense sucks. So get the boards. <laughs> oh, man. We did a couple basketball, uh, sorry, rebounding drills. <laughs> yeah. And it was hilarious because they struggled to grab the ball at that oh, age yeah. too. But uh, awesome, awesome year. I hope to do it again. So good luck there, Luke. Any tips? Have you coached at all? No, but I. It's possible. Oh, your boys now. are getting to the age. Yeah, yeah, now now with the uh, the masks and the restrictions being lifted, I'm yep. hoping uh, I'm actually talking to the principal soon about that. So we've been uh, talking. Basketball, I assume. Yeah, okay. yeah, like it's basically. Uh, I thought it might be Aussie rules. Uh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, maybe mix yeah. it up, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck. Thanks. Let's take our final break. When we come back, JD's got a tweet of the night. We got pick'em results and a little bit more. Don't go anywhere. Wouldn't you love to travel without the actual, you know, traveling part? For example, I want to go to Lisbon, let's say. I just snap my fingers, I'm there. No driving to the airport, no flight delays, no fools at security who still don't know that, yes, you need to take your laptop out of your bag and place it in the tray. Oh my God, how long have we been doing this? Travel without traveling. I want it both ways, but that's not possible. It is with Mac Weldon, though. Guys tend to think looking sharp means starchy Oxfords and stiff chinos rather than effortless comfort. But this is possible to have it both ways. Mac Weldon makes timeless apparel with modern performance fabrics for guys who want to look and feel sharp without sacrificing comfort. From their light-as-air underwear to innovative anti-odor tees and versatile yet comfortable pants, Mac Weldon has a full range of clothes that never go out of style. I've got it all. I got the air knit underwear. I got the Ace Collection sweatpants. I've got the Silver Peak polo. Everything fits perfectly. All I get is compliments. Mack Weldon has figured this stuff out. Because performance fabric usually means clothes that look or feel sort of techy or shiny. Mack Weldon clothes are designed to fit your style and the demands of a busy life. They look like regular clothes, which is good. I want regular clothes, but feel like the latest in modern comfort. They're the go-to choice for guys who want to look great without even trying. Get timeless looks with modern comfort from Mack Weldon. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your first order with the promo code NODUNKS. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, promo code NODUNKS. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, it's about that time in the show to get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. JD has the honors on this fine Thursday. What do you got for Tweet of the Night? Yeah, so um, this popped up in my feed right away. It was great. I opened Twitter, all stressed out, as usual, because I didn't have a tweet last night. But uh, this one just popped up, and... Uh, it's very, very simple, and it's actually semi-basketball related. <laughs> it is uh, from What is New York? I don't know. You guys probably saw this making the rounds last night, but uh, here it is. It's just a uh, sanitation worker. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. 
nailing <laughs> shots. <laughs> oh, that one was amazing. It's amazing. How far do you think he is? I, was, I like a couple car feet. lengths. I mean, twenty yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah, twenty feet. So it feels right to me too. Anyway, shout out to the sanitation workers out there. They work really hard, and uh, you know, there's a p- parked car right there too. Like uh, just just launching them over the car. I'd be pretty pissed if it was my car, and <laughs> to be honest, but uh, you know, not really. That's the Steph Curry of sanitation. You're so right. Could you're be right. the Blake Griffin. Really, yeah, but it, Kia. but it's a it's not Wilson bag. You know, it's not like a Spalding <laughs> yeah, bag. Yeah. It's a, you don't know what you're dealing with. It's a risk, but right. Uh, He's probably Oh, like, but maybe he knows. Maybe mm. he knows because he's thrown so many bags of garbage that he's yeah. like, oh, this is high quality. I can chuck this 20 feet in the air. Yeah. We're not going to have an accident. Maybe. He's a he's a pro. He's no a pro. Doubt. He's no a pro. doubt. Great one. Fun, fun video. Okay, pick him results last night. Heat Bucks was the game. Milwaukee was favored by four and a half. That had Tass taking Milwaukee. That had Trey taking them. They got the win as we started the show with, but they did not cover. They did not win by five points or more. So that's a win for Lee and I. Uh, I feel like we're picking the same games a lot. Well, we're one and one, so, you know, yeah. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> oh, I mean, last month we oh, right, too. Yeah, we were right, like 10 right, 4. Right. Uh, anyway, good win for us. So, yeah, Trey's the only one that's 0 2 here in the early month of March. But what's tonight's game? Another four and a half point line here in Atlanta. The Bulls are visiting. Okay. And the Hawks are the underdog. The Bulls are favored by four and a half coming to Chicago. Trey Young questionable, so I'm not feeling good about picking the Hawks. You three should feel good about picking the Bulls because, as was said yesterday at our pickup run, Bulls just match up really well with these Atlanta Hawks. Uh, so that's going to be a tough one. Uh, Trey, are you going down? Oh, yeah. Are you going to be yelling at Vucci, baby? Do something? Uh, <laughs> he's going to score well tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to take it to Capella. Okay. Yeah. You can bet on that one. Yeah. So what's your reasoning for the Hawks? Just swerving? Bounce for... back, baby. Oh, bounce, bounce back. back. Yeah, well, they, they're a weird team to figure out. They're... Yeah, after they... the losses, they've yeah. got pride. The question is if Trey Young Ooh. is not playing. Yeah. All right, there you go. Hawks uh, got some points to play with at least. Bulls got to win by five. Uh, TK will be in the building, so uh, look for the bearded one down at the fortress. You, you won't find me. Why? I'm good at hiding. <laughs> I'm incredibly good at hiding. Uh, like, I thought you were going to be like in a suite or something. No, uh, if you see me and you yell my name, I'm going to hide. <laughs> All right, well, that's a new challenge. Yeah, try and find me. Try and take a photo of Trey Kirby down at the fortress today. If you do, and you're the first one to send a photo, we'll send you a t shirt. Right? It's a new game. Perfect. Yeah, look Perfect. for a big guy with really small feet. Dare <laughs> <laughs> you! Oh, I'm wearing my smallest shoes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's like a half size smaller than me, so I, maybe I'll throw on a oh, pair of hers. Nice. Uh, all right, guys, we'll call it there. Email in your NBA questions. You never know when we're going to step on the beach to nodunksattheathletic.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at nodunksinc. Get yourself a sweet $1 a month athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks. Yeah, dollar a month for six months for new subscribers. Get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. And uh, yeah, we'll be back later today. A little pop and packs early in the afternoon here on Thursday. So make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Until then, till we get those packs, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, this is inspired by the Vin Diesel The Rock brouhaha. 
If you want somebody to do something for you, don't call him your little brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not good. Bad move. Come on, Vin. Brace the day, people.